Ventura, the album written, uh, inspired by Ace Ventura. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my god. Wasn't ready for that. Wasn't ready for that. It's like immediately, it's like the panning on the vocals is really cool. So cool. The backup vocals, they like move really well in the space. And like I read that panning is about width and modulation is about death. And I feel like there's good modulation on the vocals too. Like the delays are really cool. It's like hard to believe this came out in what, 2019? Yeah, yeah. Well, it feels like, and I was going to talk about this with you, it feels like they did a really great job of like making, using what's cool about new recording to accentuate some of this old stuff. Because like that funk guitar, Usually that guitar sounds shittier to me. Right. But on this record, it's like, oh, it sounds a little bit updated. It's yeah. thicker. You're right. I love this background. Yeah, yeah. I think that the mix is really good on this Yeah. <laughs> and the arrangement's good. Like, nothing really steps out when it doesn't need to. Oh, yeah. And this part reminds me of... Uh, my Sharia Moore, Stevie oh, wow. Wonder, yeah, 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 yeah. which yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's a fan. Can't guarantee that, but. Get that <laughs> flute in there. Yeah. It's like I'm so used to only hearing flute on uh, track, like rap track, like, like track. I like that the kick drum feels so different from like everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Voice, cause he's got like the gravelly thing. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Like sonically. I wish I, I need to get a book about like the human voice, voice with box to like learn and be like, oh, that's these strings and your voice yeah. box resonating in such a way. It's also like the way your face is shaped. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it's a lot of things. But I read about it with the vocal fry thing that the Kardashians yeah, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it, I like, I, I, like I'm, I'm deep in that game. It's like so fun to hear a drummer play like this too, because yeah. it's like it feels like a Curtis Mayfield record from right. like Live at the Bitter End in right, like, right. like the sixties. Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like, we research what they mean, how they're recorded, how many flute parts they have, why they are <laughs> written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today's track is Come Home by Anderson Pock. And that's Anderson with a period at the end. Yeah, and there, I mean, there's a story why that period's there. What is it? And it's I, very similar yeah. to um, like the Green Skittles thing. With oh, the yellow M&M's. The yellow Van M&M, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it, can, can you pay yeah. enough attention to detail to make sure that this is correct? It's funny because I do B-E-N as my like artist name with yeah. periods and Google and Spotify and Apple Music's like, fuck it, you don't have those periods. <laughs> so it's like, not only are they paying attention to me, they are dissing me. They're dissing it. But yeah, fellow period brother, Anderson Pop. Right, right. <laughs> the song was released on April 12, 2019 off the critically acclaimed and very commercially successful album entitled Ventura. The album was a top 10 album and won the best R&B album at the 2020 Grammy Awards. Yeah. So 
What's up with the song, Luke? You know a lot about this song. Tell me about it. I I, I don't know so much about it as much as I like the yeah. sounds so much. I think everything, every element about this song is so sonically yeah. unique to like the way we make music today. Like those backgrounds, it's like you said, like there's modulation and um panning. And panning, yeah. right? It's like I and I it's it, to me it just sounds like as if like these vocals were recorded and like sent through like a guitar amplifier with like a ton of reverb. Oh, it just yeah, sounds yeah. like they just sound so interesting to me. And as like a background vocal person, that it's just I you don't hear that, you know? I like that it sounds like it reminds me of like I said, like an older Curtis Mayfield record. Right. But when you know, if I were to put on like any modern song right after that, like if I were to put on like K Trinata right. or Slender Bodies or like right. any of the or Lady Gaga, you right, know, right. it would kind of be able to compete. Yeah. In that space. So like how do you make something that sounds classic but competes right with the how fucking loud and deep and precise and digital everything is? Yeah, I think what's it, what is interesting is you made a comment about the kick drum. I think that kick drum is more important than we give it credit for. I think yeah. the kick drum really does anchor the song in like into modern sensibilities, but it's not like a hip hop drum. No, no. It still sounds it sounds like, it like a real drum. I think yeah. that's like one of the most refreshing things about this song and, and Anderson Pock, his whole catalog in general is like, he, he takes what's cool about hip hop or what I really like about it, mm -hmm. but he doesn't shy away from like playing real fucking drums on his tracks. No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's cool. Um, Dr. Dre executive produced both the records because yeah. this record and the record before Oxnard were like a, they were like brother sister albums. Oh, cool! It was kind of under like the same umbrella. Like mm -hmm. Oxnard came out, you know, maybe eight or nine months before yeah. Ventura came out, and Dr. Dre oversaw all of this. Yeah. And I think who has good taste, has by good the way, good taste, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like very, like I like I really like Dr. Dre's musical sensibilities. Like when you think about all like the records that he used to sample to make a lot yeah. of his beats, like I think there's just something so musical about that that he was able to team up with Anderson Pock in the creation of this album to have like these really cool old school sensibilities. It's very West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I just think this this song sounds so great. The arrangement's know? really, really smart too. Yeah. Like there's like that, they're really fun. It just sounds really classic, but there is something about it that feels updated for 2020. Yeah. It doesn't sound like I'm listening to like Greta Van, Van Fleet, like right, try to play right, a Led Zeppelin right, song right, or, what, or whatever. Right. Um, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. Or Machine Gun Kelly, like thinking he's fucking taking back Sunday. Did you did you see the thing that um, the Slipknot dude said no, about? No. So the so um, Corey Taylor is yeah, the dude's yeah. name in Slipknot. I push he, my fingers yeah, into my yeah. That guy, that guy, that guy. <laughs> yeah. He came out and oh man, I literally read this like two days ago. But he was like, he was talk, he was pretty much talking trash about Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Uh, but without saying his name, I thought it was so. He's just funny. an easy target. I don't really he have is a problem. An easy he target. was okay in that movie Bird Box. You're yeah, right. he's, he, was he was all right. <laughs> Come home was written by Brandon Anderson. Yes, who's Anderson Pock. Yeah, a crazy name because it sounds like it could just flow together. Brandon Anderson. Yeah, yeah, one of yeah, those. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, it was also written by Andre Benjamin, 
who some people know is Andre 3000. Yeah, man. Yeah. So Which, he does, we didn't get, we didn't get to it, but there's a cool feature. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all I need, all of me on my knees, normally harmony, bumblebee, hummingbird, I'm a nerd, study you, what do you, WWF, we fighting, we might need counseling, possibly more so me, sounds to me, frowns will be grounds to leave, hounds will be looking for you before you drop a tear, I pray them, stop pretending that I ain't him, I ain't them, them some dumpling, I remember when you start dying, them silver heads and start hiding from your age, I ask why I come up. Amazing how time can run away from us. I'm no nun, you're no priest, but I promise, hun, you gon' see a phenomenon. Come with me like it's Ramadan. I don't eat like it's Kamakun. I'm a freak for you, yeah. I'm begging now, pretty please, with cherries on top. Harry, which what Harry, you tough man, don't give up. And if your gut tells you to strut, then strut, then I'll hail you a car. But what man won't beg? You know I'm nutmeg. I will show up on a little moped with a little puppet. It'll be fluffy. You will untough and we can discuss it. You know I'm suffering, I don't miss my friend, I don't like my fan Bent up till I come well, that's ill if I'm sweet stuff Willowong, we stuck, billowong, leaks that minimum We gon' get along, peace and intercom, Jesus Been along, T-I-M-E, I'm please, I'm feeling down Please, I'm feeling down, please, I'm feeling down, please, I'm feeling down. Uh, Like, there's something about, like, Anderson Pock has a really cool, unique voice And I mean, like, as a musician and also his actual voice And it's, yeah. like, cool that he put some respect on Andre Because he's, like, a, a legend at the same thing Like, having something fresh to say in a cool way right. I th- and i think just it, this song makes sense like there, yeah. i don't think any other rapper like i don't even think like common or like or no. guys that live in this like space could i think it had yeah. to been andre 3000 i think andre 3000 also like he he does something that's really rare nowadays in that he does not overexpose himself no it's like when you get a feature from him it feels special yeah which is like not the same with yeah. a lot of artists like and you're probably going to win a grammy because not only did it win the album the, yeah. the army but this single also won oh really i think oh, damn. i think arm like vocal and rap performance yeah. there yeah. we go you got if you, yeah andre 3000 is grammy bait yeah um it he was is, also yeah. written and produced by anderson pack alongside one of my favorite producers going nowadays and let me i'm gonna fuck up the pronunciation of his name but jarius mosey Oh, wow. Did cool. I say that right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. He's like a guitar legend. Um, for those of you that don't know, he started like, he got like his big break being the touring guitar player for Lil Wayne. Yeah. Back in the the Drought mixtape era. Yeah, man. Which oh, is well, le- legendary. Classic, yeah. yeah. And then also he did a ton of production for Anthony Hamilton, who I can't believe we haven't done a song about. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. An- this reminds me of an Anthony Hamilton You're track. You're right. You're right. But, but like at the same time, more modern and more classic. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. You're right. hundred percent. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about like the guitars a little bit. Yeah. Just because they're really cool. How do you, how do you bring a guitar up volume wise, but still kind of make it sound like it fades in the background? It's just such a, a pesky range of frequency. It Usually is. it jumps out. Yeah. One of like the, like one of the things that always stuck with me, it was, it was about drum overheads. It's like mm-hmm. everyone really likes like nice crispy drum cymbals yeah. and overheads. But the fact is, if you actually dull them a little bit, you can turn them up way loud. And I think that's the same concept with like this guitar. Um, is it's really smooth, yeah, like kind of buttery almost. Definitely played by Jarius. He's a he's a fucking amazing guitar player. Yeah, and that really helps. <laughs> and that tone, like that, like more like mellow tone, allows it just to sit more. But and you can just you can turn it up as loud as you want, and it won't be like over fatiguing to the other parts of the song. Yeah, and it's a, it's great tone, you know. Yeah, so, I, uh, I love it. Now, <laughs> and what I like about like Anderson Pock and his band, which is like the Free Nationals, right. is he uses them on his recordings. Yeah, which I think is cool. We talked about this with the Eagles episode. Yeah. And I was about the intimacy of knowing 
how people you make music with exactly. sound. Because we were talking about like why two singers who might be better don't sound as good as these other two singers exactly. who are worse, but it's better. And it was like, I was just thinking like, I really appreciate that. And I miss that in today's world. Because yeah. a lot of the times you're just like, I've got a track, like I played the guitar, like I'm going to have a loop on it that I got from Splice. And then like Metro Boomin's going to add drums. Yeah. And then like TM88 is going to add sounds. more sounds. And then it's like, and it's just like people who don't spend the time rocking with each other. And like, yeah. maybe they hang out. I'm not talking trash about any of these people. Like they're right. all good, including the people who play on Splice or whatever. Yeah. But there's just something special that comes with like engaging in like a long-term musical partnership to some degree. Yeah. So that's cool that he uses all yeah. those guys. It's like, not only are they playing shows live, but they're also in the studio. And it's interesting, like, you know, they had come into the studio after a gig and it it also says something to the fact of like people that record while they're on the road. Oh, they're better. They're, they are yeah. so because they're they're in. already warmed they're up. They're already warmed up. They're, they're warmed in. up and they they understand. Like sometimes if you're in the studio all the time, you forget that people are gonna listen to the music. Exactly. Like you're like you're so focused on making it. I know this sounds dumb, but like you're just like, how do I make it the best I can be? But like when you're playing shows, you're used to seeing people react, and then we right. go in the studio. You're like. Mm, I'm going to try to make something that the people dance to. Right. Like I'm going to play this guitar in a way that I just played it an hour and a half ago exactly. in front of like 10,000 people. Exactly. It's just so interesting. And I think it's cool. I think the working dynamic is so cool because you yeah. can speak the same language as the people that you're working with. Yeah. But I think it's huge in music. Like the way we talk about music is so, it's, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. Like have you ever like heard of like a rock guitar player try to explain a part to another rock guitar yeah, player? You, oh yeah. You got to do the doodly daddly. Yeah. That, it's like, it's so a death dumb. clock thing. Yeah. Doodly daddly, doodly daddly. Like, that's the drummer. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. it's so Make silly. Make it do the one thing. Right. I feel like, yeah, that's next time you get some mixed notes, that's going to be just a bunch of uh, voice memos of me being like, oh just God. do the rah. <laughs> if someone sent mixed notes in a voice memo, I, I don't know how I would react. <laughs> I saw, I think I've, it's like, I don't, I don't need to bring this up, but I will. I saw that that one post on Facebook about this dude who was like in one of these like musician groups. He's like, I want to make an album, 10 songs in eight hours. And he's like, I don't play any instruments myself, but I want to sing out all the parts for each member of the band. Oh my God. Also, I won't pay you for this. It's good exposure. Yeah, man. it's good exposure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So working with a psychopath, a <sighs> dude just going, but yeah, you're right. It is dumb the way people talk about music, but when you can communicate musically with people in your band you're not always talking you're just vibing yeah and like exactly. i think that becomes really essential that's cool man i didn't know i didn't know much about like their process or anything yeah so. it's cool like they go back and forth about yeah. parts and it's, it's really interesting i also can't get my head my head around the brandon anderson thing because it sounds like it could be like a character in the matrix yeah yeah brandon anderson yeah, yeah. <laughs> mr anderson or like like maybe like it's like a division two, like one sixty three pound wrestling champion who right. everyone's like, yeah, if his grades were better, right. like he really wants to get this hotel management degree right, from right. Occidental. Right. <laughs> Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Please spread the word about this podcast. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Tell the people who like the movie Ace Ventura. Right. We're on Instagram, Patreon. We've got a playlist on Spotify with all the songs from season one and season two. You know, rate and review us on iTunes. Let let everybody know, like, if there was a Grammy for best R&B podcast of 15 minutes or under, or however long this one is, we should win. Non-classical, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Non-classical. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this. <laughs>